Again, good morning to everybody. So what I want to do right now is I want to play a clip um, from Chris Tucker. Not Chris Tucker. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Not Chris Tucker. From a clip from, um, what's this damn guy name? Fuck. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. You know, we can't really depend on him like that because he be straddling the fence. Okay? So I want to play a clip from him where he was joking about the word nigger. Now, a lot of people are sensitive about the word nigger because they feel like it comes from slavery times. Um, and all this good stuff here. So I'm finna go to my, cause you know, I always play y'all a video clip first, you know, before we get into the topic. Let's see. I have so many topics to bring y'all. Oh my gosh. Y'all know I bring the real deal topics. Hold on. Let me find this clip cause I shared it. I shared it. Hold on. Let me find, let me find, let me find, let me find. It ain't it. Okay. Here we go. So y'all ready to listen in? Let's listen in at this clip. Okay. So let me play it. I'm going to I'm going I'm going I'm going yeah, I'm going to rewind it back. Hold on. Okay. the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And I'm, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people. This fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever I don't think he he could do that. Oh, uh, I don't think he has those. That's what he you I, that, I mean, that no, not. you don't even understand. Really, you don't you don't really know him. Like I've worked with him. You know, like you're been no. about. Uh, I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two, these two. We say nigger on stage. On stage, <laughs> you guys don't. That's a, yeah. yeah There's two teams that's here. The difference that's between like, yeah. that's right. That's right. We, we say nigger on stage. You guys don't. But that's definitely a pairing. Who, who we say nigger on stage. We don't. Well, you just did. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. You and me say nigger no, in private. No. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I've given it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's yeah. I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no. No. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, you, I've said you found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. Can I squeeze? You know what, though? Jerry, all of a sudden having a great nigger bit would be pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, it would be, be amazing. Oh, it'd be amazing. amazing. Because he retired it. Yeah. He retired it. No, he in did. In 96. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. Anytime you come even close to cursing people, who? Yeah. <laughs> you. Okay, so y'all heard. What the hell Chris Rock was saying now? Jerry Seinfeld. Well, that was definitely not in agreement to that. He didn't want to hear, you know what I'm saying? He was like, no, nah, I don't find a human, the word nigger. So, and uh, Chris Rock was just like, oh, nigger this, nigger that, you know. And I don't know if y'all been, like, if y'all watch Facebook or been around Facebook or anything to that nature, but you with Jerry Descrime, did you want to come up? I don't know if you, um... Ever watch, um, what is that? Oh, it was a video surfacing around where a white lady spit on a black guy and called him a nigger. You niggers don't belong here. It was somewhere like in Boston or somewhere in the area. You niggers don't belong here and this, that, and third. And so people was like, we can't believe she said nigger. And so the black guy, he was trying to run and, and like attack her. And he's like, no, don't do it, don't do it. I'm like, but y'all let this bitch spit on him. But when he when she spit on him and called him a nigger, and he tried to attack her back. Oh, you want to stop him? Oh, he's wrong. No, that shit was dead ass wrong. Me, personally, I feel like if you're going to, if you're going to, um, if you're going to, 
if you gonna try to embarrass somebody or ridicule somebody, that would be the thing to call them a nigga. If you gonna try to make somebody feel insecure. Good morning, good morning, that's grimy. Morning to talk, aka Ruby. <laughs> good morning. I'm here at the gas station buying something real quick. Okay. You at the gas station. Make sure you give me some coffee. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> Shit, that's even worse. Breaking up, that's grimy. It's going in and out again. You must be in a bad area. He don't want to say nigga in, in the whole. He ran. He, he ran a whole bunch of white people. He don't want to say nigga. Yeah, because you're in Crackerville, right? right you feel about Chris Rock like making a joke of it and Jerry Seinfeld like I don't find the humor in that and I'm still trying to find the humor in that. But Jerry don't come from that 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 realm. Jerry's not black. He ain't gonna never use that word. But the white guy wasn't but the white guy wasn't black either. That was joking with him. I used to work with a white boy from Staten Island and that white boy would use that word more than me. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I'm saying like, me personally, I don't feel like people, white people or any race should use the word nigga because it stemmed from a derogatory place in a black American's past. So why would you do that to a feeling? Like if I call you a cracker or a honky, you're going to get upset if I say wetback or if I call a Latina or Mexican and those are fighting words. If I call a Chinese or Oriental or, in a, or Oriental or Polynesian, then... Those are fucking fighting words, but we as black people are supposed to accept the word nigger from other races and just be like, oh, okay, yeah, he's just joking, he's cool. No, that ain't no, that ain't how that shit work. I, I think it, 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 the white people, with them using it, it comes from a place of ignorance to begin with. Because most of them didn't understand where the original word came from, so they're going to use the word. Because I'm thinking it's derogatory. But if you ever told them that, you know, that term actually means king, then we'll stop using it. So, you believe it or not, if they understood that it meant king, they would stop using that word quicker than we would got to be begging them to don't use that word. 
Nigas. But they saying nigger, like N-I-G-G-E-R. No. You have the Niger River in Africa. Okay. And that's N-I-G-E-R. So when them saying nigger, them just putting an extra G on the word Niger. So if somebody don't know how to spell, and you tell them Niger, they're like, what, nigger? Because if their pronunciation is fucked up, then how they going to pronounce it correctly? So from that way, I think that, you know, this might just my personal belief that it was misunderstood to begin with, and it's going to continue to be misunderstood. You know what I mean? Okay, so... As far as I'm concerned, the term is king. So is it a miseducation on our part? Because we get offended when we hear the word nigger. It's a miseducation on the white people part to begin with because them use it derogatory. Okay. So with the with the lady, like, I mean, I don't know. It's racism everywhere. But I just feel like white people shouldn't use the word nigger or nigger. Well, I can't say that. Well, yes, I can. Then no, I can't. say nigger all the time. I said, nigga, so much I met my teeth white. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know the true meaning. That was a, that's an old joke. By, um, I definitely, um, I definitely didn't get that joke. Um, so you mean to tell me you'll let a white man call you? What's up, my nigga? Like you were, what's up, King King? You, what's good, Ruben? How you doing? King King, what up? I'm good, I'm good. What's up, Grammy? I don't associate Everybody with non-blacks that use it. See, Doc Freeman said he don't associate with non-blacks that use the word nigga. I feel like you're trying to be funny I'm, as fuck. I'm, so when I call your yeah, ass a cracker, then what? With, I don't associate with white people anyway. I mean, for the most part. I mean, I come to work. I work with Mexicans. There's a behind it, but a lot of people don't know the history behind it. That's why people retaliate with it, and then that's why white people use the word as a threat or to make us feel some type of way because they like, nigger, 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 you fucking nigger, and da 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 and so they know it's gonna make us react. So how the fuck you feel if I was to call you a cracker or a honky or some shit? You get mad as hell. But shit, you calling me names, so... It's not cool. It's not cool, but you cannot can't control what people say. I do. Hey, let me, just remember, my my, my, uh, my grandma and them always teach me this. Like, if, if when I was growing up and young in school and shit, like if a white kid ever say them things to you or whatever, just be like, bro, well, why your parents always want to be in the sun tanning to look like my fucking complexion? Then you feel me? Like, right. y'all, y'all try to make us feel bad for all of this shit, but y'all want to be like us and look like us so damn bad. So I, that shit don't bother. At the end of the day. I don't think about that shit. Like, y'all want to be us at the end of the fucking day. Y'all tan more than my motherfucking ass. You in the sun every right, fucking go the chance you get. Like, y'all don't got this melanin in your skin. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got melanin. Oh, yeah. 
I used to get called a red, a ragged all the time for being Middle Eastern, and people would just never get it. It's a joke. Like jokes are one sided. So. Middle Eastern? This is my thing. Like, why, when it comes to saying a nigga for a black person, it's never, it's never like, oh, you know, it's always taken lightly. But as soon as you call an uh, Arab, like with Jess Hilarious, when she did that shit with the Arab was on the plane. Soon as soon as we do some shit, like, that went foul. So they would do that shit to us, the fuck? It was not foul. I don't feel like it was foul. No. But when it get done to a black motherfucker, it's overlooked, though. That's what I'm saying. But you gotta remember something about your status in life. You know what I mean? And where you at as far as who's watching you. Because most of us, we not under that radar where people is really watching us to that level. When you get up to a celebrity status where you're being on TV, shit you say motherfucking police is watching you. Yeah. You understand what I mean? So you gotta be conscious of what you're saying in regards to you don't know who is listening because she put that shit on her life and then boom that motherfuckers was off the goddamn flight yeah well see like being middle eastern especially growing up i me and my family anytime we go to an airport anything we have to get privately screened they look at us just hello alandra i don't think yeah, so I can't hear her either. Yeah, she went out. <clears throat> yeah. Ruby, I'll be listening in. Okay. I gotta go back into work. You know, these, these damn crackers, they, you know, they got to be. Right, look, look, look. But you just said, Goddamn. <laughs> goddamn crackers. All right, that's Grammy. Thank you for coming up. And I appreciate you showing me the love, though. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be listening and I'll be check, checking it in the box. Okay. All right. Good morning, Jingle Love. Good morning, Ruby Jingle. How you doing? So, I don't know if you heard the clip. Did you get a chance to hear the clip from Chris Rock? Uh, No, I just chimed in. Okay, let me go back and play the clip for you so you can understand where I'm coming from. Because I don't, you know what I'm saying, I don't take that word. I don't like to, I don't, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I'm not a racist. I don't really too much care for that. So when I hear the word nigga, I get offended. You get offended if I was calling you a cracker or a wetback or a, a um, assassin or Osama Bin Laden if I see somebody wrapped up with a head rag. So why should I accept the fact that, um, hey, good morning. Why should I accept the fact that you want to call me a nigga? Blackest so hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me, He's the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And, I'm, and all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever. Ah, oh, amazing. I, I don't think he, he could do that. Oh, what? Uh, I don't think he has those qualities. Any two, I, I mean. No, not. you don't even understand. Really? You don't. You don't really know him. Like I've worked with him. Not like you're been no. about. Uh, no. I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two. These two. We say that. nigger on stage. On stage. <laughs> you guys don't. That's a yeah. That's the difference between. Yeah. That's right. That's right. 
We can pair up in different ways, but that's definitely a pairing. Who sent Nigger on stage? We don't. Well, you just did. That's right. You and me sent Nigger in private. No, These two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I'm giving it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no. No. Yeah, that's it. That's a huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, you found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. Can I squeeze? You know what, though? Jerry, all of a sudden having a great nigger bit would be pretty amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing. So, as you see, Jerry Seinfeld don't find that shit. A nigger, hold on, a great nigger bit. Hold on, let me go back. Nigger bit? Oh, no, Jerry, all of a sudden having a great nigger bit would be pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, it would be amazing. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah, because he retired it. Like a, yeah. He retired it. Yeah. No, he did. In 96. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with it. Oh, okay. Anytime okay. he comes even close to cursing, he's cool. So, Jerry Seinfeld, he's like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because... Jerry Seinfeld, he's a Jew. He's a Middle Eastern. Like, he knows firsthand what it's yeah. like to have, you know, be hated on because of his religion or how he lived. And, like, that's, like, why Jerry Seinfeld's always been, like, the fucking goat. <laughs> right. I'm watching that. Even back, I love you. I wanted to, um... Yes, that's why, you remember that guy who was on his show, was like, you fuck you niggers and you motherfucking black ass niggers. And you remember he seen a black guy on his show, he just went to call, call a niggas out. What's his name, the crazy one that be in the show? What's the guy's name? Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, he disassociated yeah. himself with that guy. He's like, I didn't even know that guy was like that. He's like, nah, that's, yeah. not, that's not how we rock. That's not how we roll. But Alondra, no. a lot of people was inter- interested in the, uh, I know you got cut off with your story. And we was interested yeah. in um, you finished talking about like how you had to go to security, personal screen because you know the Eastern and things of that nature. Yeah, so um, I'm Armenian, so technically, like I, I get called like a rat, rackhead and stuff all the time, which is ironic because I'm not even Arabic. But being Armenian, I'm actually like Christian, you know. And um, the people just assume because it's on that side of the world and because of my complexion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But going to like airports all the time especially in like after 9-11 until about like a few years ago anytime I, so for about like a, over a decade anytime my family and I would go to like a um, airport we would always get privately screens like I would be going to the beach not to be wearing like leggings and a tank top and they'd have to have like two or three girls privately screen me in a like a private side room to check me for bombs and like just the re- most ridiculous shit you know and it's um it's interesting though because people I know uh, I mentioned it's like people would just like make jokes about it and stuff like that but it's like it's not a joking thing for one and one you're completely like miss typing me because you know it's just like so ironic you know right right and right, it's I like, heard her jeep one time and was insulted and i'm not even muslim but i wore it i was doing solidarity something i was doing and was insulted by someone that looked like me and i'm like really exactly I mean, yeah that's very discerning i i really have an issue with african-americans saying stuff about muslims because if you go to the continent of Africa, you, you, you will see the similarities in the way they dress and stuff and mm-hmm. their religion. And that is our original religion. So that kind of, I get sort of up in arms about that. I have a different view with that. 
Yeah, and it's like even not being Muslim, even though I'm from that side of the world, all of my family, right. friends, and best friends, they are all Muslim. And I like take it very much to heart, especially going up somewhere like the South, where everyone's just Christian, and that's like the only way. And I think yeah. everybody else is fucking terrifying. It's just like, it's very telling, you know? <laughs> well, do you think that it's like, do you think it's because people are uneducated that they stereotype or they... Oh, that's definitely the reason. Yeah, it's, that's, that's it's lack of experience, lack of even yes. being around anybody Exposure. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Just being confined in your environment because that's what you're comfortable with. And that's right. the problem. Everyone thinks that, oh, like different is weird or everyone's so different for me. Yeah. And like reality is none of us are that fucking different from each other, you know? Right. It's like I try to explain that all the time, but people just don't. They want to be different. Don't understand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and it's also interesting because the other half of me is Puerto Rican. So then I get all that too. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's just like, there's no, there's no, uh, people always come up to me. They're like, I know you're not white, but I know you're not black. And I'm like, oh, it's almost like there's other races, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, really? Yeah. They're like, I, I can tell you're not white or you're not black, but like, what, what, what are you? And I'm like, well, because you know, being here in the, you know, being here in the south, you either categorize as white or black. Ain't no, exactly. ain't no Latina, exactly. ain't no, no Middle Eastern, nothing. You know, me, you know. Asian. My shorty's from, she's from Tennessee, and she told me to. They just started seeing Spanish people for the first time in like five, six years ago. See? They never seen Spanish people. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I was like, yo, that culture is so just white and black down there. She said, growing up, yes. that's all it was, was white and black. And yeah. that's yeah. it. Now it's like. Charlotte, starting. yeah. Yeah. I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it's literally black and white. There's See? nothing else. See, right? I'm Maybe like five. Hmm. No, now downtown Charlotte is off the chain because I worked at Bank of America. Uh, let me tell you, you huh. saw the thing. You saw the middle. You saw you, in Bank of America is this Bank of the World because this area yeah. freaking nationality yeah. in that building. <laughs> you like oh yeah. That's what's good about those is that those kinds of companies are bringing all different. We're bringing Asians. We're bringing Middle Easterns. Yes. Like it's nice, but then like those people only stay there for so long because they don't feel welcomed, and I hate that. You know. Yeah. You got some places in the South that Arabs and other ethnicities and races are just not welcome. Like, yeah. take for instance, I live in I live in the hood. We see an Arab over here, either he owns a gas station, or that's it. If he don't own no, if he don't own no gas station, we gonna look and like, what the hell this this motherfucker doing over here? You know what I'm saying? And those true, just true. those are just the stereotype. We see a white person in the hood, either he buying drugs. Oh, he the police. If he not neither, right. what the fuck he doing over here? Who the fuck this guy is? You know what I'm saying? And that right. comes with the stereotypes that we are taught as kids growing up in our environment. I was always taught you don't mingle with white folks unless you're doing being with them. Be scared of the white folks. Stand up straight when the white folks come around. They taught you to present yourself in a, like like they're like a god, which they do present themselves as if they're superior to everybody, but they have the worst and the most problems out of anybody in the world. Uh-huh. Check this out, right? So I was at the mall probably, uh, this was like, had to be a couple years ago. And I, you know, they got them kitty sections in the mall, right? So I'm standing there with my old lady and we just watching. 
and all the kids, white, black, Spanish, Asian, they playing together. They like three years old mm-hmm. type shit. And they don't, they don't, and I was telling her, I was like, you see how children don't see color? Mm-hmm. But being taught and when you're, what, you're, what you're raised in your household, that's when that, that stuff kicks in. Like, oh, they'll be like, don't play or don't date, don't date this race or don't do that. But as children, we not like you can see it in them. There's not they don't even think about color or nothing. They don't see that, and it's so weird. It's right. so sad what, how the world is. Like they'll make that will put that in your mental. Like don't like that race. Don't like that color for this. Da, 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 da. It's just right. fucked up. But we were not born like that. Humans were not born to we, be like we that. We weren't, but we was a taught. You know, you can teach a child color, and then with that being said, like my granddad, he always taught me, don't let nobody disrespect you. And then he always said, you know, by you being a black woman, a white person would disrespect you faster. You know what I'm saying? A nigga will too. And he was like, don't let nobody, period, disrespect you, especially these crackers. They will try it because they feel superior. You know what I'm saying? But my granddad is mingled with all different types of people at the same time. But in the South, it's like, it's so separated and divided that you can't say, oh, look at that white man. Oh, look at that Muslim. Oh, look at that Arab. Oh, look at that white girl. You can't help but to say that because that's how, you know what I'm saying, we were brought up. And then I was like, I, when I, I tried to move up north, I ventured up north, and I'm like, oh my God, a Mexican is dating a Chinese person? The world is gonna fucking end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because I, I wasn't used to seeing so that type refreshing. of shit. I wouldn't see. I wasn't used to seeing that type of shit. So when I say hell shit, white people say nigger. I'm like, I'm coming from a. a I'm saying like from a derogatory place. Now I have been in the car. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was doing Uber, and I would be like playing like some two chains and two chains and say nigger. Like uh, what's what's that guy name? Say nigger, nigger, nigger. Don't believe me. Just watch. What is his name? James. Yes. yes. So I was in the car with these college students and we driving, whatever, and I'm like, we and we jamming or whatever. He said, nigga, 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 nigga. And they all stopped and looked at me. And I was like, it's cool. I'm not gonna feel offended. We all singing. And he's like, he's like, oh my God, thank you so much. We get so tired of like trying to hold this shit back. We love you guys. They just went into this whole like sermon how they love black people and how they will never disrespect us, disrespect me like that. And they know nigger is a derogatory term and we just love hip hop culture, and we say it in our private all the time. But we would never say it out loud. You don't want to get beat up. But then that's come from both sides being uneducated. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I live in a small town in Lexington, in um, South Carolina, outside of Columbia. It's called Lexington. Mm-hmm. Lexington has a reputation that it was very rich. There's a lot of old money here. We live by Lake Murray. It's a lot of old money here. Mm-hmm. So. But people have discovered Lexington in probably the last seven, eight years. So there's a lot of different races coming here from up north in particular because Lexington is very suburban. Better. Yeah, yeah and, and Lexington is very suburban. So everybody's coming in. They're figuring out we got the big houses here. They figured it out. Cheap, so, yeah. Yeah. So, they figure it out. so it's nothing for you to be a delight. I'm looking down something in the car. You hear the music, the rap music. Da, 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 nigga, da, 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 da. You look over. It's a white boy. Oh my god. It's nothing to see that here now. And I'm just like, wow. And he just looks mm. at me, just pops his head up, and, and the light turned green. He kept going. So it's like, it's. I think it's a lot has to do with your environment. I'm shocked because two miles down Definitely. the road, like, you have the Confederate flag up. So it's real. Yeah, like, like even down here in like for like Versailles County, I don't know. I had talked about the lady. Um, when it's last Monday, we were talking about being aware, and I talked about the lady that moved from California 
to move to Forsyth County, Georgia, which is the most racist, one of the most racist county in Georgia. And she moved there not knowing that she's surrounded by a whole bunch of whites who don't like blacks. So they thinking her as a nigger, you know what I'm saying? And they even invited her to a sleepover and killing her. You know what I mean? Oh, I heard about, yes, yes, yes. So they, um, they, he, he, they ended up beating her. Um, they ended up, who is that? Hello? Somebody got background noise. Where you at? I know, right? Is that King? King, I'm going to drop you really quickly. That's not me. King, is that you? I'm sorry, that's me. I'm, I'm turning it down. I'm putting it on mute. I'm sorry. Oh, is that? I was like, who? I was like, who got a lot of blame? I'm sorry. I don't know. I just can't. I'm trying to call. I don't want to seem like I'm. Uh... No, no, no. We're good. Okay. Me, sorry. That's okay. So what they did was they invited her to a sleepover. Oh yeah. And um, it was supposed to be like a sleepover, like a women's, cause she's a, you know, on she was a football mom. You know, her son played football with the other kids. You know what I'm saying? And things and they, 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 their children play together. So they decided to invite her, invite her to the sleepover. They invited her to a sleepover and end up killing her. They had a few alcoholic beverages and end up killing her. But from from uh blunt force trauma, like basically she got hit in the head and they stuff like she, that. They said she fell out a window. No, 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 no. So more shit came out on the story. No, she didn't fall out a window. They beat her. Oh, oh, I know for sure, but that's what they're trying to cover it up with. So how they got to cover up is one, and then this thing's supposed to be all women sleepover, but they invited some guys. So it's all white people there. And she's not from the South. She's from California where everybody mixes around. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I wish somebody would have told her, like, look, this is the wrong kind of thing to be in. They don't like black people. You will be subject to all kind of hate and racial stuff. And they're going to try. I wish somebody would have just told that, like, you know, that lady that. But yeah. her from being uh, in California, she not thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, it's a policeman wife. Well, allegedly, no. The guy who was one of the guys who was at the party went in and tampered with five. He was a probation officer for the county and went in and tampered with five. The sheriff's department had now fired him. And they're looking wow. to looking to try him. Now they're looking they're looking they're looking deeper into the case because it came a national head it almost became a national headline. So they're looking yeah. deeper into the case. But I said all that to say is you just you just have to find a balance. You know what I'm saying? And I've had a white person, you know, say nigger or niggas, you know, like right here in the city. Um, this the security guard was telling me how at the Kroger's we at they they built a new Kroger's and it's predominantly white and you know when black people come in they look at us like we don't supposed to be in this neighborhood. Bitch, you came into you came and built on top of our okay. this, this yeah. is this was the hood hood. Like Glenwood Avenue, all that stuff. Memorial Drive, Moreland. That was the hood hood, bitch. You came over here and built on us. So this we still live around here. We still can't come in this in this facility and shop. So the security guard say the white guy went out when he was beep, beep, beep. So he's like, sir, may I see your receipt? He's like, I have to show you my fucking receipt. And he was like, sir, yes, you do. You know, as the law, you know, so this is, if you beep off, or if I ask to check to see your receipt, your receipt, you shop here, let, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm supposed to check your receipt. You fucking nigger. You're, you're, you fucking niggers. Get on my goddamn nigger. You fucking niggers think you're hot shit, don't you? Ew. You think you're hot shit, you I fucking nigger. And so I'm like, ho, 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 ho. Wait one goddamn minute. 
So he was like, yeah, I had to let him know, like, I'm from New York. We don't play that type of shit. Niggas, white crackers like you, yeah. we, put our, we put our foot up their ass. So he was like, I'm going to report you, nigger, and da-da-da-da-da, nigger this and nigger that. You know what I'm saying? So Jeez. it was a real, it was, the guy was like, you know, he was telling me, so I was like, I can't believe it. He said, like, you better believe it. And I can believe it because one time I was down here, the crow was down the street from my house. I live in old fourth floor. Old fourth floor used to be one of them hoods where if you ain't know nobody over here, you don't bring your ass here, period. You don't drive down the street. You don't ask for directions. You don't, if you want some drugs, you better send somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. You don't come in these territories. Like, this shit used to be wild. I used to, when I've been in this area 10 years, I grew, actually grew up in this area. I actually grew up around the corner from this area, but it's still in the same area. I used to have to go out. I had to be in the house before a dust dog kid because niggas just like to go to shooting at the dog. Kids that got killed in the park, all kind of shit. So, with that being said, it was, it's a Kroger that's down the street. They call it a murder Kroger because a lot of people have got killed in their parking lot, in the Kroger parking lot. They don't, they redid, they don't rebuild it now, but... I went down to the Kroger and um, I was shopping and I walked past this white lady. She said, oh my God, a black person. I said, oh my God, a white person. Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck do you mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh my yeah, God. Like, and so I told one of the workers, like, oh my God, it's a white lady on the island. She's like, really? She's really bothering me? And, and she was just looking crazy. I'm like, yeah, now you see how that shit feel. Don't fucking come down here trying to be a victim and try to victimize yourself. And make me a criminal suspect because I'm a, skin, a color, a skin of color, or I have color on my skin, bitch. What are you talking about? We just said, I'm not bothering you. All I said was, excuse me, so I can get to my, I need to get my black right. pepper. I'm and to my, stop just like you. Right. So I've never had a bad experience with a white person or any kind of race that just my own. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just read his Sometimes comments. when you go, like, somewhere, I know for me, and if I still have my professional voice, and I, I'm just sitting there, and then I'll say something, and they're like, stare. As if, like, <laughs> they weren't expecting that voice to come out of me. And I'm looking like, um, okay. And then all of a sudden, they inch closer. And I just feel like an alien when oh they, I've had God. that experience. I don't like that. <laughs> and no, that's the only experience I've really had that's off. And that's because if you in a certain area, you know, these are probably the mm -hmm. lower and socioeconomic ones. But these but, are the things that America teach, pe America teach people when they come over here to hate us for our skin. Without even getting to fucking know us. And they know that the word nigger or nigger will get to us because of the way they have made it sound or the, or the definition they have gave. The history, yeah, yeah. they're giving it behind it. True enough, it may came from an African this and an African that. True enough, it may came from that. But it's just like playing telephone over the years, you trying to send a good message. Somebody down the line has misconstrued that message. And you know, for some reason, as psychologists say, people always attract to the negative first before they attract to the positive. So people are attracted to the negativity of the word. And so when it's saying out of the forefront, it gets people riled the fuck up. Period. Definitely. And and as, it, it is all about exposure, too. I think Alondra hit on that earlier. It's just, you know, you have some people who just, I, I tell other races, you have to understand why we as African Americans are the way we are. Because there's a lot of, it's not just slavery we had to worry about. There was also the Jim Crow laws. Yeah. There were also <clears throat> after that that still, you know, kept us down. And even to this day, there's still to this day. Yep. that are there. So it's, it's just a continuation. So we're just tired. We're, we're at we're at the spiritual level where we're just exhausted. Mm -hmm. And we're just not taking no BS. It's not whining as some of them like to put it. No, we're not whining. We're, we're just tired because 
we are, like they say, African without memory, American without privilege. Right. So we just, so we're fighting this everyday fight that we have. But also, I like for us to also expand because I do it now for me because I've been exposed to the different nationalities. I extend my hand to the Muslim community. You are being targeted just like we are. You know, and it's unfair to you because you have a few radicals. We have, you know, every every group has radicals in them. Every group has it. Yeah. So you're yeah. being targeted, and it's very sad that we can't reach out to you because I know when the churches, when the thing happened in Charleston, and then we had some churches that burnt in South Carolina, it was the Muslim community that came out first and said, we're going to help you rebuild your churches and donate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's but, like... um. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like of what a lot of people don't know because America actually doesn't recognize it at all. But Armenians went through the first genocide ever. Like we had, yep, exactly. And um, we lost um, over half of our population, and um, like through slavery, genocide, work camps, just like literally killing off all our people. But no one recognizes it. And a famous thing that. Hitler always said, he's like, no one remembered the Armenians, so no one will remember the Jews. And it's true, because, like, nobody does remember now, and it's, oh. you know, and, it, go ahead. No, I'm saying, they they about to write out um slavery, too. That's going to be written out of history real soon. They barely even talk about it in, in elementary school and, and middle oh, yeah. school. They don't talk about it. They're, they're trying Literally, to write out yeah. slavery. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy. And I'm like, of course, you guys see this, too, in the way things are taught. But I'm like, that's not how it was. Like, they whitewashed the shit out of everything. Uh-huh. Just com- completely ignore it. Completely ignore it. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like, my life could have been very different because of the events that took place. Like, that was my family. That And, like, you know, that genocide happened, like, less than, like, 100 years ago. You know? That's not that long ago. And it's like... I think people fail to recognize, like, the, uh, like, of course we didn't personally live through that, but the residual still affects us. And yeah. Then we, and then we hurt from the fact that none of it's recognized, and then yeah. we try to recognize it, and then we're complaining, and people think we're complaining because no one ever wants to talk about it, you know? It's, like, so fucked for all of us. Yeah, and with the, and with the whitewashing thing, you know, I was telling my cousin about the first black president. It was seven presidents before George Washington. George Washington just agreed to the terms of agreements that, because the black president, his name was um, John Hanson. Booker, something Booker. No, it was John. Let me go. Yes, it was. Let me go look it up. Let me just double check. His name was John Hanson. Let me go look it up. And so when I when I pre- when I present when I present this information to my cousin, you know what he told me? It was fake history. Mm-hmm. No, I said, I, I said, how would you say? I said, but you, I said, but you believe that the, this mental health of the crackers are putting on white people, are putting on you. But when I give you some history about your own people, you telling me it's fake history, right? So what kind of shit is it's that? Because it doesn't, it doesn't suit them. Yeah, know? we never heard it before. You don't want to believe it from you. They ain't gonna believe it from your own people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet you, if a white person told him that, he'll believe it though. Right. He's talking about you lying. That's fake history. How can that be? Obama's the but first black president. I'm like, no. Obama is not the first yeah. black president, bro. He's not. He's the first black in modern history, but he's not the first black president, no. Yes, his yeah. name was John. He was a Senator Hanson. 
Um, his name is John Hanson. Yep. He's on the two dollar bill. He's the oh, one. The bill. Yep. Huh. He's, in, he's, he's sitting down at a, at a table on the two dollar bill. He was the one that he was the one that um that told him, hey, he told George Washington, like, hey, look, all I ask is you is just get these soldiers some shoes. They're not dying from gun wounds. They're dying from infections in their feet out there in, in the in the war. All I ask is you get them some shoes and some protective gear so they can continue to fight for this land that we the, the other six presidents had worked hard for. George Washington agreed. He signed over the Constitution to the to the man, and he was like, "You can take you can take all that fame of being the first president out there. You can take that. You can have that. Just 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 make sure these soldiers are okay for the Revolutionary War." So he made sure they had shoes and they had gear to to because they were dying from infections of walking bare feet through rain and, and whatever else is on the ground at the time that's, that they have a cure for and they were dying from infections in their foot and fungi and stuff like that and there wasn't enough soldiers to protect the land because you had the British over here really trying to take over and so America say hey we can make a deal with you this is what's going to happen but um yeah, it's the great revolutionary yeah. war the motherland against the daughter yep Ruby Drew, great topics. Thank you, Knowledge Gang in the building. I love when we dropping Drew. Yes, we have to drop during the community because like I said, now, I may, you, you know, judge me if I'm wrong, but I live right down the street from the Martin Luther King Center, and I have never stepped foot in that center. I've never been in his house, and I've never stepped foot in the center. And I have Wait, my... Is re- it violent around there? Because it seems like every Martin Luther King Boulevard I ever hear is always full of violence. Nah, it, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a historic place. You could go walk in the church. You could, well, uh, it used to be violent right. around the area. Yeah. But, Wait, Ruby, what, where are you based? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, oh, cool. So I'm like here, and I live right down the street from where Martin Luther King used to live at. You know what I'm saying? So I was in the lift. I was in the lift the other day, and I was telling the guy like I never stepped step foot in that center, and I've never been in his house. And he was like, "Shame on you! You don't know your history." And I was like, "No, I know about Martin Luther King and all that he's done. Don't get me wrong about that. It's just that I've never been in that facility. You know, in did the historic. You know, to get, get the normal tourist yeah. thing. And so." He was like, well, we had, I, said, I said, my thing is, they're going to end up writing it out of history. So he was like, well, get your, he was like, get your pictures now and get your da da now. I'm like, they can erase that out of my That's phone, too. Point. You know, so they can erase. If, if technology go down right now, everything I have saved in my phone will be erased. So what are my pictures? What am I saving? So he was like, well, you need to do this. I'm like, look, my my daughter, and I said, my thing is, I'm worried about my daughter, my children, my my kids, not knowing about the word nigga, or not knowing about the back, the back past of the black people and white people paying this certain facade of black people to make them feel more comfortable in, in letting them in. Because, as this guy said, we're the most forgiving race there was. You don't see Jews fucking with white people. They're, every time they well, every time they see a they ready to go to war because of the way you do that people. We are the most forgiving race. And why should why should I continue to teach my daughter something that is not, you know, gonna contribute to her? Because it's always as long as this world is going around, she's always gonna be considered a non motherfucking factor because of the color of her skin, even if she is a factor. You all she's always gonna be considered like in this category. So with that being said, he was like, well, you should, you should tell, you you know, you should do this. I was like, she's three years old. I was like, I'm going to take her down here before, because see, what happened is, the lady done sold the shit. She done motherfucking sold the King Center. She done sold the Nobel Priest Prize. So, in a minute, that shit ain't, Martin, I didn't Martin Luther King historic shit. It's not even going to be here, because she sold out. And so, the news went to her house and asked her, why did you sell what your daddy worked hard for? How do you feel about that? The bitch went in, opened the door, and answered the, and answered the door. 
But Martin Luther King never wanted all this. He never wanted it. All he wanted was his people to come together and for us to be as one. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for you to, for your parents to build that and you selling it for a dollar, that shows me a lot about you. And I'm and I'm pissed about that shit. And I'm gonna go down there. We're gonna take a trip one of these weekends before they close it down. And because they closed it down for a while, like for a year or two, you couldn't go to the Martin Luther King Center. You couldn't do none of that. And I'm going to show my baby the history, but it's a motherfucking yeah. shame how we as black people, our, our skin of color, whatever you want to call it, we always selling out. We always say, oh, it's okay for them to call us nigga. You know, it just depends on how they use it. No, it's not okay. It's not okay for you to call me a nigga. It's not okay for me to call you a cracker. It's not okay for me to call you a bomb threat because you're an A-Rab and you wrapped up. None of that shit is okay. And as a society, we accept what these white people want to give us or how they have pain us. We accept that shit and move on. I don't accept that shit. I don't care if you're joking or not. I don't take the word. I don't like that word nigga. Nigger. I use, we use nigga amongst each other because that's what they made us call each other to, to, to you know, uh, what you call that? That's what we call each other, because you know when they when they first put the slaves on the boat, everybody spoke different languages. So a nigga was a word that maybe they had in common. They would say nigga, 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 nigga. You know what I'm saying? But nigger, nah, babe, I'm not. We not. We not doing that. Man, yeah. my mom had so many books for me to read. Doc been free to say it starts at home. If we stand dividing and have conflict in turn, it's going to be a worse Yep. I hated history in school, a bunch of lies and the shit that they just want us to hear. That's right. Be ashamed, you not for history though. Just because no shade. I love you. <laughs> okay, I may I, I may be ashamed, but I, I, I haven't never been there. I I have I never been to the Georgia Dawn before I tore it down. These are just things, places I've never been. Yeah, I would love to go, go check to, that out. Uh, I would love to go to to what is it? Everybody's doing a trip to Ghana, I think it is, yeah, or some yeah, part of yeah. some country in Africa. Everyone's going to to go huh. to the point the point of no return because this year marks the four hundred four hundredth year that slavery mm-hmm. came over to the U.S. So everyone is visiting. I would love to visit that because I know that's a very emotional moment. I could imagine when they go to those gates. You were not. You were never coming back home. To, your life will change forever if you even made it to the land. Wow! Like, but I see, really I did go to I did go to the Apex Museum when they had Apex Apex Museum down here in Atlanta, Georgia, and they would show the history of slavery and how they were beaten. How and I was like 13 years old, and I remember thinking to myself, "Wow, who could done this to us? Why did they do that?" I had so many questions. That my teacher, the chaperone, couldn't answer, and I was very, 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 very emotional. You know what I'm saying? And I looked at white people, because my mom always taught me, sit up straight, he come to white lady, shh, you gotta talk like this and talk like that when you're around white people, and don't do this and don't do that, and da 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 da. So, when, so you know, growing up doing that, so I'm thinking, like, okay, these white people are just over me, and they're, they're gonna always be better me. And I seen that documentary, that changed my whole outlook on America, on why that was the day my life changed. So when my mama went, when my mama, so my mama used to run an in-home care business. So when my mama used to go to these white people and get the children to help with their kids, we would work at these Presbyterian churches. Them white people be talking to me, I be staring, I be looking at them like, you motherfuckers beat my goddamn, your ancestors beat my motherfucker. I used to be thinking in my head like, I should, I could really punch you in your face right now. And then a lot of them white people just like smart in the mouth. Smarting them out and calling us the nannies and just like throwing like little little shade stuff out when they're talking. We were keeping their kids and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And then a joke about it. And I never thought that I never found that even as a kid, I never found that shit funny. I didn't see what was funny about a Presbyterian. And I say I don't care nothing about religion, but 
I don't see nothing funny about a white person um, saying, oh, our nanny is black. And that's why she likes you. I don't know. You remind me of uh, her of our nanny. I see what's funny in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They will say that crap all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would hear people talk about that stuff. See, I got a smart mouth when it comes to that. So I, I stay away Same. from stuff like that. Because my mouth yeah. too too slick. Doc recommends reading From Niggas to Gods 1 and 2. I'm going to check I'm that out. Write that out. I'm going to write that down right now. From yeah. yeah. But you have knowledge shit. But I'm sure, like, especially, I'm sure you guys got this from your parents growing up, but, like, being Middle Eastern and Latino, my mom would always tell me, she was like, I want you to tell you this because I don't want you to be discouraged, but she's like, you can do anything that any other girl can, but you're going to have to work two times harder. Yeah. And I was like, yep. And I was like, damn, she's like, like, but let that know, you can still do whatever you want, just like any other person, but you're going to have to work harder. And I never got that. And I was like, hmm. But I get it now, you know? Yeah. It's like the smallest things. It's like, it's like, especially like we're in this weird age now where like, like, Dark-skinned girls and Middle Eastern girls, we're so sexualized right now. We always mm-hmm. have been. and like oh, Light-skinned versus dark-skinned niggas and stuff, yeah. All yeah, that. it's <laughs> like... Oh, social media has made... Let me tell you guys something. Social media is the worst thing that could have happened to this world, man. I swear. Yeah. But also, it's, it's, it's bad because we as a society we just can't handle how everyone's gonna use it but like it's such a good tool like we imagine all the information we've been exposed to and how many yeah, other people have been exposed to but the problem with it is that like where do you draw the line like and how do right. people take advantage of all that knowledge the and good like, information that mm-hmm. yeah and like using it to like project <coughs> shit that's not even true and like spreads like false stuff which we see every damn day like but on you know and, like, i feel like the worst thing that ever happened to this world is miscommunication and not understanding yes those yes. are the two worst things that, thing that ever yeah. happened to the world miscommunication because once a misunderstanding is understood there's no proper communication so even if you give a back history on this day and the third once a person has something in their head then that's what they're gonna go by and then it's pride that comes into play and stubbornness and like, oh, mm-hmm. I've never been wrong. Even if I was wrong, I blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, pride is a big thing. Yes. No one wants to admit Person that they thought wrong. What? Yep. You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what? I was fucking wrong. Or this day and the third. Right. If you can't do that, then yeah. Feel what you don't understand. Hey, that's right. Feel what you don't understand. They feel what they don't understand and hate what they can't conquer. Human connections, power, and negative positive. I feel like social media gives has its perks and then it has its downfalls. For those who use it in the wrong Definitely. way, it has downfall. Like, like I can't like I'm gonna be honest with you, and I cannot get into like I watch Love and Hip Hop or a little basketball, but sometimes like I might I, I might can watch I one. I might can watch one episode, but in my mind gets. I'm like, damn, this shit just made my mind just. I can't watch. I can't watch another episode of this shit. I can't. It's just too much. It's too much drama, and it makes my mind too boggle. And I just get like, like I watched a preview for the show that's coming on tonight, Love and Hip Hop, and they was talking about how the girl Spice, she's Jamaican, but she's a pretty dark skinned Jamaican lady. She wants to change her skin to a lighter color because she said she got to work too hard to prove herself. Light skinned woman always come first, yeah, because baby, first of all, go read the research. Light skin gonna come first because they resemble what? White. They, why do you feel like their yeah. why do you feel like their skin is pure? Yes, it is. People don't know that, especially in Jamaica. Yep. Yeah. 
Isn't that pretty danger. expensive and extensive to do? Uh, and dangerous. Not, they got a lot of ways to do it. You can do it cheap. You know, it's just like that, that butt surgery shit. You can do the cheap way or you can do it. The True. Right way. Yeah. They, they be, they be, now, there was an argument now. Do y'all think Michael Jackson used to bleach or he really had No, skin he had a skin disease. No, he had it. Well, I think he was bleaching. I don't think he was comfortable. I think he had, a skin, he had a skin disease. He came out and said, he came out and said that he had a skin disease. He came out and, and said that. And you see how he looked? He looked because the, let me tell you something. Also, bleaching when you bleach your skin, you can't go out in the sun like that. Like how Michael used to be, you, it fucks up your. You can't. The sun will eat your skin up if you start bleaching your skin. So that's why I'm like, I don't know what he was doing if that was a real thing or not. No, so I'm gonna tell you the reason why he wore the glove is because his hand was turning. He first noticed it when his hand started turning different colors. Like it would be it's like he looked like a cow. So he wore the glove. Then it became two gloves. And then the next thing you know. When he got burnt, it really, that shit really brought that shit out yeah. when he got burnt. That's the thing. Yeah, he yeah. had that bad accident on a performance with the, yeah, the, po- the like, commercial. Mm-hmm. And, and really that's what out. really did it for him, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. His nose, he never liked it. his nose. He he fucked with his nose. That, that was something he shouldn't have did. <laughs> All of them did. But his skin, <laughs> yeah, right. it was, it was, that was a disease. He even came out and said that that was, that was, a disease that his grandfather had, but it skipped. For some reason, it went to him. It skipped some. It like skipped a generation or something like that, but it came to him. Went to him. So. Seen him. But he looked the same color like someone with it because the little girl at my son's school has it, and you can see like the melanin parts of her body, but then you see the the, the vitiligo on the other parts. So like her face, she has it. Part of her arm, and she wraps up too, though. She yeah. kind of has a wrap on her too. I think he had the condition that got worsened by the accident, and he tried to overcompensate it with just, like, going way too extreme with the bleaching, yeah. you know? Because he said that some of his parts of his body were... You said what? <laughs> I think Mike pulled a vibes cartel. What is that? <laughs> I just think that uh, when it comes to to the lighter skin, darker skin thing, that... that I, I still laugh at that. I think it's funny because I just never really got into that. I never yeah. got into that. I yeah. Think people, you got to your own skin, me get into it, but I've never gotten into it. I'm a darker skinned girl. I just never got into it because my experience was different. My experience. People understand darker, dark is beautiful to me. A dark skinned chick, oh my gosh, that is. Yeah. I, you, when I was younger, I used to love light skinned girls, but now, like, it don't even matter to me no more. It just, that shit is beautiful. And I think women and everybody, period, should be comfortable in their own skin. All of that. So true. Right. Yeah. right. So like, it's, just, it's just different. Like, I just, I, and no lie, I will only get it from the, you know, the African American guys, but I was a very slender black girl. So there were other races that would take to me better than my own so like i said my experience was very different when it came to to that part of african-american because i guess because i had the european body and they were like oh well you're different you're not like yeah you know keisha over there who got all the hips in the butt now i look like keisha now but back then nah i was no very european I used to get shamed before I had been. Like, when I was a kid, I was growing up in the, in the hood and shit, I would get picked on for being thick and dark. That was, like, something. That was, like, a no-go. Like, no. We, you know, you had to be, like, a certain slim, and you had to be a certain color. 
But now everybody want dark skin and thick, and it's so funny that make everybody's making this big right. thing now. And I laugh at this shit. I'm like, damn, I was wearing polo and 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 motherfucker old name and castings back then and all that stuff. Y'all were picking at me, but now it's a thing. Crazy. Those were the you know back in the day when I was in middle school and stuff. You know the the black designers were in, so that was like that's what we wore. We wore, we wore um Fubu and. Uh, car tonight yeah. and black label, <laughs> fat form and baby fat, stuff like that. Those were in because those were owned by black, you know what I'm saying? Designers. So, me, my mama going up north and getting us polo, old navy, gas because it was cheaper. I would get picked on, but now that stuff is popular. It's like vice versa. It's, it's so it's so weird how shit, how shit go, but. right? Um, well, do you guys? have this issue in the black community like do you like struggle with oh you're not as black as she is because your skin's not darker or whatever like yeah i know all the time people tell me like they try to discredit my latino-ness because like they're like you're not that tan well it's like i have olive skin so obviously during the winter when i live in fucking new york city i'm not tan but yeah. put me in the sun I am but it's just so strange it's like you know it's like it's just fucking ironic cause it's like you know like oh so you're telling me I'm not I'm not Latino cause I'm not tan enough like I don't know it's just ironic you know my son told me of that happened to him I didn't think it happened to boys I know girls have an issue with that stuff so I was happy to have a boy but there was an incident where his, where whoever his friends were, feel like, the, and the mom told me, she's a white mom. She said, "Oh yeah." She said, "Yeah, but but Josh took up for him because he's Puerto Rican and white." So they said, "Yeah, but he's Puerto Rican is white, so he's half white. His dad is white." It's almost like they were trying to, whatever they were trying to do, right. they were trying to accept him because his father wasn't black. And I just kind of sat there like, hmm. I, I spoke to him right. about it later. You know, I'm like, you can't discredit the queen. You can never discredit the queen. Uh-huh. I said, because she does exist. She is you. You have royalty in your blood. I said, but I don't want you to have the same mindset as they have because of whatever they feel is more acceptable. Everybody is acceptable. It's right. all about how you act and carry yourself. I said, let's remember that. And he just kind of, I know, mom, I know. But, you know, that did settle well with me because you're not going to discredit me. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's not about yeah. to happen. Period. So I just, <laughs> I used to get like picked on because I, you know, like I wasn't light skinned, and that all comes back to, you know, the conditioning of how I'm supposed to look at my light skinned brother. I'm supposed to appease to him or praise him because he's of a lighter skin, or my light skinned sister, whatever you want to call it. Supposed to appease to them of a lighter skin. I am a lesser because of the skin of my color. The bullying comes the color of my skin, which is really the, uh, the opposite way around. I feel like you only. I feel like you're only lesser than if you believe you're lesser than. Look, Kim has been addicted to surgery since the yeah. heat of her career because she wants to look. Euro, That's because Big made her feel bad yep. about it. The fate. Mm-hmm. Yep, he yeah. sure did. See. Again. And like she went, it's like I always say, like there's Lil of Lil Kim anymore. Like you can't even tell that. <laughs> <That's much. laughs> right. Like a totally no. She looks a totally different person. Like, 
It's crazy. And it's you look, you tell, you tell a young person this day, like, yo, Lil' Kim used to be bad. They'll probably look at you like you stupid. Like, what? Right. <laughs> Lil Kim used to look good. Yeah, Lil' Kim used about? to be on um, point. Like, what? but see, exactly. that goes. <laughs> loved her. Mm-hmm. The covers that Belle Mafia, she's like fire. Yeah. I think that's where she should have stopped yes. all of her work, you know? But she just went, she went like Donatella Versace on her shit. And it's just <laughs> bad. She looks so hot, man. I'm about to drop down. I got to make a couple phone calls. Okay, well, thank you for coming up, King King. Can you drop yeah. your IG or you got any shows coming up? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I got a show at 1130. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Money Making Mondays. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, yeah, that's show. right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to be in the cut, though. All right, cool, cool, uh, cool, yeah. cool, cool. That sounds good. All right, everybody. But um, what else yes. say? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yeah. Motivational Monday. Yes. But, I thank y'all for coming up, but it's just I just I just wanted to get it out and talk about it, get it out on the table because a lot of things, like you said, people try to soup it up on the carpet. They don't want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And we accept it. Like, okay, well, he said, nigga, okay, that's cool, but knowing that you're really offended by it, but you don't want to be the only red, you know, what's up? It's fucking offensive. That's the whole point we've been trying to say forever, and it's like, like there's um an issue right now between like. One uh, uh, Wake Forest, um, there's an HBCU right by it called Winston State uh, uh, College or University, and basically this guy is running for um, student body president at Wake Forest, and wrote like posted this thing that was like, I want to build a wall between um, Wake Forest and WSSU, and everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, that's so whack, like, you know? Like, and they were like, oh, no, like, we're rival schools, and everyone's like, nah, they're not nah, rival schools. You like, know what that Wake, is, HBCU. <laughs> I guess, yeah, exactly, and Wake Forest is a predominantly white institution, and right. it's just like, what the fuck? Like, and everyone's like, it's just, just, it's just a joke. It's not a big deal. And it's like, yeah, but it's yeah. like the fact is that you haven't recognized to this point that it's like not funny, you know? Like, it's, it's jokes aren't one sided. Say, yeah, we'll build a wall. Yeah, right. How about that? We'll build a wall around your ass. Like, just like lead. Like, they can just like go on, like do their own thing. It's just like. I don't, that's the thing is people just don't realize why it pisses other people off and then it pisses us off more and then we become the whiny ones, which is like, why are we the complainers when we're the ones getting the shit? It's like, we're not allowed to react, you know? Yeah, like, why we can't complain? Why we can't say what's on our mind? Everybody else get to do it. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as I say, so I'm an angry black woman. Oh my gosh, she's an angry, I'm just about to blow up the place. She's angry. But as soon as you do it. So as a white person, they're like, oh, they're just expressing themselves on how they feel and how things should go. Exactly. And, I mean, he's not being offensive or anything of that nature right. and yeah. all of this and all of that. What was cracking me up is all the replies, like, because this girl posted, she's it's just a joke, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, all these people went off and they're like, all right, you need to be educated, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all you guys are just being mean to me because you see that I'm a white girl on my Twitter picture, and we're like, oh, so you get it now. Like, people are picking on you because you're like, just like, still didn't fucking get it. But it's like, like I always say, it's just the irony in everything. And it's like, you can laugh about it, but you laugh about it because it's like, Jesus Christ, you know? Like, not because it's funny, but because it's just so, like, exhausting, like you said. It is. It's very I was in an Uber with this guy. <laughs> he was a white guy. 
And we would come in like we I live like near the Georgia Tech College campus where it used to be Techwood Home, which was like the hood. But anyway. So we were turn we were turn it was a white guy in the car, I was in the car, I think it was a white couple. We was turning, we were getting ready to make a left and but the but the crop but the light was red on the other side so the passengers can walk across. And um the white guy was like, you know what? You know, he was saying something. He was like, you know, it's just some things you black people. I'm just sorry. It's just some things that you black people can't do. And so I'm like, what do you mean by that? He was like, yeah, you know, the guy can just walk across the street. He's like, he was black. He would have been hit if he was black. And I said, I don't give a damn if he was white, black, a red. I would hit his ass anyway because he in the wrong. Right. So then he was like, well, you know, just some things that you black people can't do and all this. And I'm like, and I'm like, it's just some things you white people can't do. I said, well, what you ain't finna do? And so I saw like going into like taking, you know, what I'm saying taking up for the race. Like, first of all, baby, he said, I mean, no offense to you. I said, ain't no offense, ain't none taken. But you ain't finna be sitting up here talking about something. It's something you crackers can't do that I don't approve of. I said, but you, you, know, you feel like you got white privilege. Use it to your advantage. I'm gonna use my black privilege to an advantage. I'm gonna act like a distressed white woman, and you can act like the uh, racist that you are. He's like, I hope yeah, you didn't get it fixed because I didn't mean anything by it. I'm like, oh, okay. Have a good one. Here we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, but I think a big thing is too, which I was always taught growing up, is that, yeah, like, there's a reason. There's, like, re- reasons we stereotype or, like, shit on other people. But, like, you got to take everybody by, like, a case by case, you know? And it's, like, yes. hard because it's, like, as much as we want to, like, categorize everyone who's, like, basically like oppressed us but like then we're just being as hypocritical and like where do we fight the cycle but obviously there's people who need to like I don't know. Be checked, be chastised. I checked his crocker ass real motherfucking quick. Okay? He got the car. He's like, I hope I didn't defend you. I said, no, take and have a great night. So the driver, he was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much because you know, I didn't know what I was going to say. I'm going to drive. I want to be rude. I'm like, fuck that. Anybody get in my car with that racist bullshit? Like, like one time I picked this white lady at this bar over here in Decatur, Georgia. And she was like, you know, yeah, I'm so glad. You know, I'm I'm married to this black man. Oh, my God, he's so awesome. I don't have anything against black people. And he's so strong. And I said, well, baby, good for you. You're married to a black man. What they got to do with me? What are you getting at? I'm just saying, you know, you black women have it so hard. And and this, that, and the third, and all this. I'm like, so I'm like, so, and still, I say, you're saying all that to say what to me, ma'am? I'm just right. saying, like, I appreciate black people. I don't hate you because I'm white. I know, like, sometimes people get in your car and they're, like, racist. And I said, ma'am, I don't want to, you know, first of all, I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you bear yeah. to a black man, good for you. I said, I stand with my brothers, period. You know what I'm saying? I said, you white man, I always want to come in and. Marry a black man and then and try to preach to us black women about how we should love our black men, but hell, we've gave them the love they need. If they they just like to go, they just like to go to the other side because it's easier to do the other side. It ain't easy with us. So if you married a black man, y'all happy? That is wonderful. But then ain't got shit to do with me. So she was like, I was going to tell you about this movement. It's a bunch of black women that get together. It's called the Safety Pin Box, and they get together and have white women donate, and they just go out and spend their money and go on different vacations and trips, and the white women donate to them because That's they... really weird. <laughs> she said the white women donate because they feel bad about what happened to them in the past, like, far as, like, being black, being a slave and stuff. That's being too much. So, That's... they Isn't donate. Just, like, 
Isn't that just, like, perpetuating the cycle that, like, we can't do stuff on our own? Like, right. we, don't need their, we don't need their money. Like, thanks, It's amazing. But... <laughs> all, of these, all of these black people that you see and see as CEOs and stuff now, but you, what? See, exactly. Then she gonna tell me, she gonna say, well, you, you should join. I said, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> like, thanks, <laughs> but... <laughs> like, I'm great. I don't need to join no shit like that. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes in. You know, I sometimes black people, we use our black privilege because we do have black privilege to our advantage. Yeah. We do do that. Don't, no lie. I've seen it done. I am a oh hardworking black woman, and this white woman just came, and she just really just, and I'm just black, and da 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 We use this black privilege. We do have black privilege. If you don't know what black privilege is, that is pleading the filth in front Pleading the filth in front of a bunch of um, white people and making them feel sorry for us so they can give us their money. Period. <laughs> Period. Going on the news crying. That white woman. And then next thing you know, you got the, the whole community finna get ready to jump on this white woman. That white woman hurt that black woman. We got to do something about it. We got to get this shit taken care of. Oh, that's protesting. Everybody marched in front of these folk high. When the white lady probably didn't simply do anything but say this and you felt offended because you've already taken her wrong because she's white. So anything else coming out of her mouth is going to be, a, you know, you're going to be a racial statement. So we do have black privilege. I've noticed that. Like, there's no secret about that. Just like they got white privilege. But our privilege comes in a more detrimental way than theirs do. So, It comes yeah. in a, because they have, they had the they used their privilege to the advantage. So now it's like, you know, right. like you should, you should have that. Privilege. Period. You should have a privilege, period. I mean, like this one white lady, she parted in front of our house, and where I have to live, where I live at, it is like cars. I'm not probably going to tell this story before, but it's, you know, we have to park on the street because I live in an apartment building. So she calls the police and says somebody, some lady, somebody, back, some black lady backs into her car. So I come out of the house about to get in my car when I had a vehicle at the time. This was like sometime last, year before last. And so he was like, hey, did you see anybody's car? You know who car this is? I'm like, no. And she's like, it's a black guy's car. I'm like, well, how do you know that? It's a festival going on in the park behind me. I live in, like, a Central Park. I live where Central Park is. And in Central Park, it's, like, a huge park where, like, all the famous people come have their concerts and things like that. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how do you know who car it is? It's a festival going on, you know, behind the, at, at this park here. It could be anybody's car. She, yeah. I, was like, I was like, ma'am, you taking up taxpayer dollars in space because somebody slightly, you have a black mark on your car, a scratch on your car that could have came from anywhere. It wasn't right. here before, and that's the difference between me and you black bitches. We white bitches take care of our shit. I said, ma'am, I suggest you get in that motherfucking car and I suggest you crank that motherfucker up because you're standing in front of my apartment building where I live <laughs> with the shit, okay? I'm not going to tell you again. Yeah, what the fuck? So the police, they looked at her ass. They walked out. They was like, okay, yeah, we done. Like, we don't, you know, we don't have time for this. He like, man, what you want us to do, ma'am? What do you want us to do, ma'am? What can we do, ma'am? You want to write a report, file some paperwork, ma'am? What do you want us to do? So he's like, they kind of like was over it. Because he's like, man, you got to look going on around. So all these different apartment buildings asking people. I'm like, why y'all doing that? Y'all want to do that shit for me? If I was exactly. to call y'all, so why is y'all doing it for her? So they walked out. So she said, one thing about my, us white motherfuckers, we, say, we take care of our shit. Well, fuck you black. But I said, that's the reason why y'all cry, because I move into the neighborhood, right? Oh, okay, then. And who, and who cut your grass? A black man. Who cook your food? A black man. Oh, okay, then. Well, since you take care of shit so much, get your ass on and go park some motherfucking way else. I was like, I know. I started hitting on her motherfucker. I started hitting her window. I'm going to call now. I said, bitch, by the time you got to be long motherfucking gone. 
something you need to be doing. Now, bitch, when I come back around this circle, you better not be in this park space. Or I'm going to call now. I'm going to act like a distressed white woman and get your ass locked up. She got her ass. Don't take no shit by Ruby Chu. Look, she got her ass on. Big facts. Period. Like, you don't do no shit like that. One thing about us, black, you black bitches, we are black, us black bitches. What the fuck do you mean by that? Golly. Jeez. So, I have it hard here in the South. Number one, I'm a woman. Number two, I'm black. So, here in the South, I have to. When I'm crossing the street, I gotta goddamn be cautious because a cracker may hit. I might be in the wrong. The light may be red, red. And the crosswalk is telling me to cross. But if that cracker feeling needs to come on through that light, he can hit me and I'm gonna get charged for it. So it has to be. It's 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 a little challenge living in the south. So understand when yeah. any, any man from the north, yeah. you date a woman from the south, she's gonna be very strong. She's gonna be very already equipped with the shits. Okay. So I just want you to know that <laughs> shit right there because you know, you know, I just feel like. And I was waiting for her to say nigga or nigger. I probably would have slapped the fuck out of her. I was waiting for her to spit. And then, you know what I'm saying? I was already on defense mode. And this becomes from the history and the way they teach us. They play us against each other so we can continue to be divided. Because we come together, we can conquer the world. But if we come, we continue to be divided, we're always going to have that, you know, that space. So, definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. I wasn't, I wasn't having that with her. Hell no. You got me fucked up with that racist shit. I don't do right. I don't race. And just like the A-Ray, excuse me, I ain't on your home towards you and your, you know, Middle Easterness. But the A-Rabs down the street, they do the same thing. And I had to cut up on the A-Rab. A-Rab told me, I don't think I know how to count his food stamps. Oh, baby, you know I went the fuck in. Oh, you know I cut his ass the fuck out. He said, this is before Donald Trump got here. I be glad when Donald Trump get in office, he can see your black ass back in Africa. I said, bitch, you going with me. I'm over here eating up shit and you over here blowing up shit. Bitch, you going motherfucking with me. How about that? How about them apples? I said, call your motherfucking wife and your kids over there in Afghanistan and tell them motherfuckers you coming home and I'm coming with your ass. We all get on the goddamn boat. Nigga, if you ain't white, it ain't right. I was going off on his ass. Them people was looking at me like, oh my God. But see, that's that's the thing in the South. It's very seldom that you meet equal people that are equal. People yeah. who come to the South, they always have a stigmatism about black people, especially when they come to our hood and want our black business, but you want to no, talk about it. They have a stigmatism for just anybody who's not white. <laughs> that's pretty much. not white, Christian, and straight. That's That's... Definitely, they yeah. just hate everybody who's not that. Which is bull, bull, and bull because in the time you got people raping kids in the in sanctuaries and y'all let it go on for all these hundreds of years and you still, yeah, see, that's sick. Yeah, exactly. The, the common exactly. denominator in why society is messed up is because of people that look like them. Mm hmm. It's, it's no one else. No one else said, you didn't see a Haitian come over here and say, you know, we're just going to kill everybody in America. You don't see that. You just don't see that. Everywhere a white man has touched the land somewhere, someone from his camp has done something to taint the area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something. You don't ever see an Asian person go to uh, Middle Eastern and say, you know what, we don't give it all, y'all. Yeah, this war. You don't see that. It happens now probably, yeah, because, you know, people are bold enough to do dumb stuff, but... Yeah. The common denominator, the grandfather, the forefather of destruction, is the white male. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people don't want to believe it when they hear it. Oh, no, that's this, that's that. Where do you get that information from? Come on now. Your people are just as 
It's just as you don't want to believe, but your people is just as tainted as any other poison that has been put on this earth. Because we're not, not that's a thing. Like none of us are like everyone's like, oh, the black people have this and the Muslim people have this and the white people like we're all like it's all subjective and objective. Yes. You know, it's like everyone is different. You know, like correct, correct. So it's like so fucking hard that we just like that's the thing we get frustrated. So we start putting people in groups, but like then we're just perpetuating the same cycle. Like it's so yes. easy for us to want to be mad, but we can't be because like we gotta be. We, we're the we're the educated ones. We're the ones with the experience. We're the ones who know what's actually like to live in those situations. So we just need to like verbally abuse them, but educate them, you know? Like, At the same damn time. We'll let Ruby do it, because Ruby is very Exactly. Well exactly. Ruby don't take nothing. I don't take no shit from no goddamn body, because guess what? See? My ancestors took shit for 400 some years, so why the fuck should I keep taking shit from your ass? This is a generation where all that bullshit stop. You gonna motherfucking respect me whether you like it or motherfucking not. Because, bitch, at the end of the day, you put on your pants there the same way I do one leg at a motherfucking time. You got an asshole like exactly. I do, and yeah. your food going one way through your motherfucking mouth, and you chew with the same motherfucking teeth I got in my motherfucking mouth. I may have less, exactly. less teeth than you, but we chew the same motherfucking way. <laughs> so what the fuck is the problem? You put on your lipstick and your eyeliner and your lashes the same motherfucking way I do. You get your nails done the same motherfucking way I do. So what the fuck make you different? Because the color of your skin, bitch, I can get your color too if I go bleach. <laughs> so what are you talking about? What what, what's up? What's the difference? What you, like, I don't do that type. I don't, I'm not a racist. But if somebody want to pull this racist card out, they want to do this racist bullshit, come with it, because I am ready for it. I got everything from the Mexicans down to the Abraham to the Africans. I have a joke for all you motherfuckers. So bring it. Period. Equal opportunist. Equal opportunist. That way. I do. You, when the Africans are, how you, how you African and come over here and say, us Americans? Well, bitch, why you over here? Because you walking goddamn bad feet with no goddamn shoes and socks and no shirt on and goddamn drinking water about the mud. And then you come over here and want to complain. Baby, go back to your village where you're from. I have nothing to say to you. Okay? See? There you go. But anyway, that's that, that, that's that motherfucking Leo in me. That's that Leo in me, baby. That's that Leo in me. I don't play that shit. I do not play that shit. I don't play that bullying shit. I don't play no, that disrespectful like shit. And I don't definitely play that race card. Like this weekend, when that, when that old ass lady tried to disrespect that old ass from trying to disrespect me, I had to chuckle and laugh at that bitch because you don't know no better, sweetie. You don't know no better. And I got to perform. Exactly. And I got to be right. professional because was... I'm, a, I'm a singer. I'm a performer. I'm an entertainer. And I don't want people looking at me a certain type of way. And I never know who was in the building. So I got to echo. I got I to let me just calm down and echo court. Let me count to 10, chuckle at your old ass, and keep it moving. Because you don't know me. You don't know anybody about me. It's period. That's the thing. It's like, you can only get so mad, but it's like, at the end of the day, I'm like, you're the one, you're thinking like this because you're ignorant. Like, that's yeah, like, yeah. that's you fucking sucks for you. Like, you know, like, that's going to be an issue for them the rest of their damn life. They're going to live in, like, fear, quote, on fucking quote, or, like, confusion, or just, like, frustration that they built around themselves because they fucking refuse to have, like, just listen. Forget about having a conversation. People just don't listen, you know? Like, Listening is not an option. Do you guys have any shows you want to drop or anything I got going on? Or Oh, I have a show coming this Thursday. The Generation We Forgot to Hug. This episode will be 
titled What in the LGBTQ? I have two LGBTQ people who I will have on because I only want to hear from them and the misconceptions we have about the community and help us to understand more and then just walking around in hearsay. Yes, that's interesting. I was going to mention that too because that's also, I think, a thing that plays into races, homosexuality. They go, too. but they go, but they go, they go so like it's so much into that because you have yes. men that are trying to be women and discredit women. How you gonna discredit yeah. me? And you're trying to be me. That's first of all, give me the respect. Because if it went for your mother, you wouldn't be here. And if it went for your mother, you wouldn't want to act that way. So let's 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 come around to that. Like. I don't like, I don't have nothing against no gays, no trannies, no none of that. But when it comes to you disrespecting a woman, that's, that's just beyond me. I ain't going to be able to yeah. do that. So, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ride like. I know how, I think yours is just respect, period. Yeah. yeah. As you a group, like yeah. Period. That's it. Like, you like men, that's cool, that's fine, but don't come at me like a woman. And you a man like then you gonna have to then you gonna be no nah, I don't see I don't I don't you know we we have to talk about that shit on your show but it's just a lot a lot of different little things that yeah. I've seen that gay men do to women that I don't feel like it's right and they feel like they're they feel like they're a woman but no you are a man you may act feminine as a motherfucker true enough you may plug your ass with tampons and all that but at the end of the day you are a man and you still have to be a even though you're feminine you still have to act accordingly. They put tampons in like in their butt. Yeah, some guys like to pretend like they're on their period. It's a lot. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot that come with that. Like you have people that actually go to the stream and want to be a woman and they create periods for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So it's a Let lot. Me have mine. It's a lot. Have mine, right? <laughs> <laughs> they can get mine and some, the uterus and all that. <laughs> oh, here, I gladly donate here. <laughs> oh my goodness well once again lady, I, ladies I thank you guys for tuning yes, in thank you, Ruby. Thank you thank so you, much because Jingle Love I tuned into your show yesterday because I thought she was going to have the show but then I was like dang she ain't even in here because it said 6.30pm yeah I had to change it that was my bad yeah it's going to be uh, this Thursday at 7 Eastern oh. Standard Time Okay, okay, okay. So I always start my show with my theme song, and I always end up leaving the show with a independent artist song. So what better else, none other, to play my song? So I'm gonna end up with the Crush Tang song. I thank you guys for tuning in once again. Remember to always tell the truth. Always, always tell the truth, even when no one is listening, because somebody hear your ass. Life is too short, so have fun some of the time. Thank you guys for tuning in to Ruby G Radio. We will be on tomorrow, and tomorrow's topic is going to be, drum roll, please. (laughs) Tomorrow's topic is going to be, I'm trying to decide either between the dread of locks or moms embarrassing their children on social media. But I think I'm going to do I think I'm going to do the dread of locks because I have a lot of information on that. I have a story that happened here in Cobb County, Georgia um about this guy who tried to get a job with locks. So, we're going to do the dread of locks tomorrow. And make sure you tune in. I love you guys. And we're going to end with Miss Ruby yes. Jew Crush thing. Hey. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for tuning in. Over the you guys too. Happy Thank Monday. Thank you. Happy Monday to Happy you too. Monday.
Should I take the shit? 